It's more than just a chemical reaction. A podcast about anything and everything. Through the perspectives from one to another. You've turned into Geekery Overflow. Geekery Overflow, this show is recorded on... August 22nd, 2021, for episode 2. Last one was episode 1, obviously. Greetings to all our collective listeners, who, for whatever reason, definitely chose this very podcast of ours, and its overflow of our geeky perspectives of anything and everything. I am this episode's host, Nathaniel, and I am joined by my good friend. I'm the co-host this week, Colton. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, you haven't hit the skip button already. I'll, I'll tell you when eventually, as we'll get to that, I'm sure. Mm. So, how has your week been? Um, Actually, pretty decent, although I mysteriously, yeah, I mysteriously cut my thumb. (laughs) Uh, It's almost like a paper cut, except for that I haven't been using paper, and I don't know where the the paper cut, like, cut on my thumb came from. Can I please tell you why that makes me laugh like so? It's um, sure. Okay, so it is because one day, I don't even remember which finger this was, but I discovered myself that I had a slit in one of my fingers. And ask me where it came from, and I would tell you I have no bloody clue. <laughs> yeah. Bloody being Sometimes. even a good pun at that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, sometimes, you know what, you just walk into life and all of a sudden, randomly, boom, cut on your finger. Exactly. Although the last cut on my fingers was my right, or was it my left? I don't remember which. Actually, no, it was my right. It was the right side of my right middle finger. I was combing my hamster, whom I named Scabri. If you can't tell, half after Scabbers, half after Raichu. And I'm combing him and his back butt hairs, because he's a teddy bear hamster, so he's very hairy on his butt. Hence, my mom calls him Rufflebutt. (laughs) And. Okay. Anyways, I noticed uh, just a wee bit of a tug, maybe more than a wee bit, really. And. He just goes nuts all of a sudden, reasonably so, really, and he bit my finger. And he must have torn through it a bit, because there's this cut on my finger, and it's starting to bleed out. (laughs) And all I can think is, yes, I deserved this. It is okay that you freaked out. (laughs) Exactly. You tread upon his space upon his hairs, or get in his face, and he will fight back. Bite back, rather. He will bite back. I'm just imagining how you would have had to 
go about showing people the cut on your finger. If it's on your middle finger, that is very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'll flip you the bird. There's my cut. It's like, hey, look at my cut. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I just maybe repeat a trick a fellow trap shooter because that's one of my many hobbies besides video games that uh, this guy showed me and his trick is to show someone the middle finger without going out of your way to obviously flip the bird is you take your middle finger and you rub the bridge of your nose with your finger but make sure <laughs> you're looking in that person's direction that you want to flip the bird to and i remember that, that to this day actually, that is actually <laughs> very smart yeah that's genius. what i thought <laughs> uh, and my goodness is this guy a fun dude to be around and he's oh, a very good trap shooter and sport so since there's you that Tell us a little more about trap shooting, because I mean, I feel like I don't actually even know what it is. You've talked about it several times. People have, I, I think, I've asked somebody else, and they kind of explained it to me in one of those ways where it's like, uh, yeah, I think I know what that is, but I don't know for sure. So, tell us for me, for the audience members who maybe don't know. Uh, what it's like, what it is, how it works. Just, you know what, explain your whole life story to us. So, I never would have expected us to get into that as a topic on this podcast. But as I look at it, these are all hobbies, whether it's you're into all your TV shows, movies, playing video games, shooting guns, catching fish playing the more yeah, I mean, when you think about mainstream sports usually when you think about what people usually consider to be geek right right that would i mean i suppose you could geek out about trap shooting oh yeah and we always get so, into that and so basically if i can put it short and sweet probably not to be totally honest as usual with my explanations but if i can finally get to that explanation how did it go again oh yes you've got five shooters five stations up to five shooters rather and so you've got the far left you've got the second station you've got the middle station you've got the third no fourth station and you've got the far right station so one two three four five more simply put and these are simply angles at which you'd have your gun a uh, shotgun could be 12 gauge maybe 20 gauge usually the former is the more popular or preferred gauge basically being the size of shotgun shell you're using and so with 
the size of shot, which is usually what's called 7.5 or 7.5, you are aiming your gun just slightly to your own perspective above the trap house. You make your pull, call, pull, I'm saying it wrong, pull call, that's what I mean to say, did I say that? You sort of? <laughs> okay, let's go with that. Like you tried to say that and then uh, stumbled through it, but it, yeah. It's, it's a Paul Cole. It, it'll be like, what was another <laughs> thing? Crap, I cannot remember, and I would always think of it, and it's when I'm playing Shadow of War. Pite fits, that's what it was. Pite fits or pit, fit pites. Which I'm sure cool. you can gather what that actually means. Anyways, uh, it, it's sure. kind of like, pardon the terminology, dig big. Uh. <laughs> so, huh. anyways, you call for the bird, which is actually just usually colored orange clay bird or clay target that goes up in the air. Could be in any direction, straight away, or on some amount of an angle. And you want to get that bird as soon as you can before it goes to the ground. And between each shooter, and you rotate per each shot and per each round, uh, to... I'm stumbling on my tongue twisting here. Actually, no, I am just tongue-twisting. To get 25 birds. And okay, how your so score goes is per each bird you get, that adds to your score. And at the end, you hope to get 25. Or maybe not. Depends on where your expectations are. But, yeah, the worst you can do is not get a single bird. And so your score is zero. But... I mean, that kind of makes sense, yeah. actually. Uh, to me, it sounds like kind of exactly what I had in mind, but uh, sort of differently than I had it <laughs> in a weird way. I, I don't know how to, I can't explain it any better than that, but like, I, it's like one of those things where I was like, yeah, okay, I have seen this done before. I just didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, so there's another version or type, rather, called skeet shooting. And that one, I honestly cannot explain. I, I, I know I should I get think, into it, but I haven't yet. I think the, the, the skeet shooting is a little more commonly recognized. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, more recognized in the Olympics, but I could be wrong. But I also don't pay that much attention to the Olympics to say... And, so to or otherwise a lot of people think they're the same thing like they're yeah. exactly the same thing enough that it's like interchangeable so I don't, I don't know how true that is but i think that's what you know it confuses a lot of people where it's like you know oh yeah just trap shooting skeet shooting whatever it's the same thing basically if, it's interchangeable you know but if you uh, want to it, it sounds like it might not exactly be but uh if you want to indicate it as an interest on social media sites, for whatever reason, there's usually only ever the option of skeet shooting. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm a trap shooter. 
and there's a difference. And so yeah. suffice to say, as far as the geekery goes, there is talking about how you get the birds, which is you focus on the bird. You do not think of anything else. And if you do and you still get the bird, then you're lucky. And there's whether it's the gun, how you're handling it, if that's what's screwing you up to not get the bird. And yeah, just the whole nine yards of it's kind of like other cliches, especially in the gaming industry. Like there's the cliche that the Xbox Game Pass is the best deal in gaming. And this is one of th those cliches that it sounds cliche, thus it's a cliche, but it is because it's absolutely true. You spend up to $20 a month, including taxes if you're in Canada at least, on the subscription and you get almost the entirety of the Xbox library for one Series X S or you can also access 360 titles at Plus, least on cloud aren't streaming most of them downloadable? yeah and you can unlike also access this all on pc as well unlike with like the playstation now streaming <laughs> yeah. service where it's like only ps4 games are downloadable yeah and i always find I actually i think that it's like only uh triple a ps4 games are downloadable that which i just find it's so strange and so outdated yeah. at that but what i mean to say with that is that with trap shooting even my dad and others would refer to it as it's a mental game and i always think gosh that just sounds so cliche to say but that's because it is, but it's because it's true. Because yeah. if you throw off your concentration, you're going to miss that bird. And you're not going to make it to 25 or 50, 7,500, you name it. And so it's one of those things where it's just like a gaming thing. Where, okay, you've probably heard this a million times, and you have because it's absolutely Hitting the nail on its head. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that there are, or there have been various different video games as well, where that's like a mini game too, where like they have a mini game that's, I don't know, I think it's more so based on uh, the other one, Skeet Shooter, but. Uh, yeah, that is my only problem with the games industry. And it's because when I looked up trap shooting games, because I'm thinking I want to get better at this, because at a time I was not even close to getting in the 20s of a score. So, you know, just 20 birds or more out of 25. And there are no video game simulators for trap shooting. <laughs> and I was so yeah. disappointed. And I mean, there was one thing, but... I forget if it was that it either did not work or just looked like crapware. 
yeah, which is disappointing. Probably, most likely, most likely, it would have been like a, a really crappy something or another. Yeah, exactly. But, and that's the thing too, right? Like, I've heard this said before, and it's like it is kind of true. You know, when I, I've seen personal examples as well as hearing about like actual examples where it's where it's like people who play shooting video games are often just better at actually shooting guns. You wouldn't yeah. think that that would translate well, but it does. And it doesn't even have to be a VR shooting video game. It, just in general, like Call of Duty players are often better at like actually, you know, shooting a gun in real life. So it's so very funny to say that. And that's, and I say that because in my experience, that's kind of a true thing where in shooting games, I tended to take a while to get a good aim on an object or someone, an enemy. And then in real life, I just pull up the gun and aim it. And I yeah. pretty much have no problem, except for maybe keeping a steady aim, but in a game, I feel like it takes more time, not to mention matching it up with what works for my mental processing of this imagery to yeah. get on my target. And I find it very weird that... In real life, I'm sure I'd have little to no problem hitting a person, shooting a person with yeah. an assault or, rifle. Or anything. Whereas, like, but... And killing them, but not that I've ever done that in real life, or ever would, obviously, because here yeah. in Canada, and certainly in the United States of America... Murica. People do practice proper gun safety, thank God. And criminals anyway, and then yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas in a game, I find it takes more time to actually get the right aim on my enemy, shoot a whole bunch of rounds, and make sure I kill them. It it is somehow well, more difficult what, no, in a game to like, do. Not that I've ever like, done that in real life. I just know it's a different feeling because I do do rifle target shooting. I mean, <laughs> well, and that's that's the other thing too, right? A lot of times, people would be used to like if if you're used to you know something in real life where you're you're uh, you know, doing shooting a gun and you're used to being able to like take the time to clean it up and everything and then video games are very much some quick reaction just you know not even not even you know ads not even aiming down the sights or anything sometimes in other situations just quickly fired off and and it's like there's such a difference but i mean i i feel like that could be Potentially, if you were able to do that in real life, like just quickly aim and have pretty good accurate or perfect accuracy in real life, you know what? 
and, and it's because you've played video games, that could be very good for, like, soldiers. Right. You know? But, I anyway. Uh, Anyways, before we get too terribly far... Well, I was going to say, speaking about video games, do we have yeah. a... Uh, we we did go to watch something about a video game, and I will probably find some way besides this bumper to indicate where to go if you don't want spoilers, which is definitely not hell. I'm not that type of person to say <laughs> such a thing. So yeah. without any further ado... Oh, We're are. about to. That's just not on the podcast. Anyway. What did you just say? <laughs> Nothing. Right. <laughs> Editor's note: To avoid spoilers, skip to one hour six minutes forty five seconds mark. Because <laughs> you are about to head into a spoiler alert. You are now heading into a spoiler alert. You have just headed into a spoiler alert. So yeah, we our, our segment is spoiler alert, uh, which I don't know if the bumper includes that, but anyway. <laughs> I'll be um, editing that out too. So let me begin yeah. with. So we got to finally catch, after a year of waiting, which I recall. Deadpool did a react video with, do you recall the Korg. Thor character? Thank you. Korg. No. Yeah. Say that again? Korg. Okay, good. I did get the name right. I was thinking Korgian. Yeah. I thought that doesn't sound right. Yeah. But yeah, they have this reaction video where they're reacting to the Free Guy trailer, and Deadpool remarks that, didn't this thing, movie, come out last year? And, of course, yeah. due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it was delayed for a year. Until we finally Far got to go coast. to the theater. And just a little tidbit, I got to catch tonight, well, earlier actually but the season 11 premiere of the walking dead which is one of the many apocalypse related productions in the past year or two that were ironically postponed due to a real life pandemic <laughs> that yeah that is ironic but uh... yeah so, uh, so anyway what do you think though of the movie because uh, we should be staying on topic as possible, I would say. So, what did you think? Of Free Guy? Yeah, Free it Guy. It was a free movie, technically. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was very excellent. Very excellent. I Absolutely. must say this. As a fan of the movie, Ready Player One, even bigger fan of the book at that, it 
was actually much better. And a so good part I of said, that... I think I said this before, but I want to sort of say it again because we're on the podcast and because I've actually changed it a little bit, but... Have you? It felt to me, it felt to me like a combination of Ready Player One, right. The Matrix, right. and... Um, had other ones that i was gonna um i know there was a third one so those are the common two and then there's a third movie or game or whatever that it's been compared to not that i could remember what articles have reviewed upon it but being an even bigger fan of the book ready player one which is Part of why I do find it, or did find it, to be better than the movie Ready Player One. Because, of course, that was loosely based on the book. To some extent, it kept the spirit and heart, per se, of the book. But, otherwise, there were, mainly with the challenges, a lot changed. Besides, at least, the important portion being adventure in the final, third challenge. But, back to Free Guy, of course. It Um, does the whole fictional video game thing. You've got the corporation behind it. And the... Uh, actually, unlike Ready Player One, you don't actually oh, have I the players. To what? What were you comparing it to? Well, I was also going to compare it to the Lego Movie, uh, just because oh. of the concept of you know this is a character that's sort of not usually important, and they're making him important. I think that was maybe the one that's been also mentioned in reviews. Uh, yeah. That sounds well, about right. The unlikely hero. Which is, uh, I mean, the point right of now? this segment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so there. it was basically one of the, like, if you know anything about video games, this is like the character that is just usually meant to just fill up the video game, the open world, and make it just feel alive. Exactly. You know, they would be in 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 a game like uh, like in in Marvel Spider Man. They're like the random pedestrian just walking down the street. That you know, occasionally you can interact with them, and they'll have like a generic, you know high five or some sort of a you know interaction like that so the funny but thing they, they really don't do much uh, you know usually in a game like gta you, you just you slaughter millions of them if you feel like it and no and with no consequences other than you know i guess gta they send the contract i find uh, about hey. you bringing that up about a background character being there to fill out the space so it does feel like it's not just 
you're there and nothing else is really going on but to feel like the world around you is still active reminds me of you know just every time i'm playing a video game and i'm thinking why is there all this detail so much of it put into the environment when a bunch of it i may not even look at and if I do, it's only for a second, but then it's always remembering that part where, well, if they don't fill out every detail, whether it's characters that I'm not really going to pay much attention to, or just, again, the nitty-gritty in the environment itself, it's that the moment I see something not filled in, it's going to take away from yeah. the immersion. I'm yeah, gonna like, be I mean, in Spider-Man... Out of the experience, the, most fully. Of the, most, you could spend most of the game in Spider-Man just, like, on the rooftops, sides of buildings, swinging over the tops of the people, and it's like, they're just there, but you know what? Also, Why if... There, you know one, what? It, it makes the city feel full. Not yeah. as full as it should, but, you know, obviously limitations. If one wonders, by the way, where that tone came from it's because of a driver update that apparently well, I have was not a present going off in the background for me as well um, yeah. well I fortunately those aren't audible <laughs> but this one was which is uh, very okay. annoying because i have no idea how to get rid of it but that that's one thing they find out i suppose in free guy is the stuff that you can't get rid of <laughs> oh like yeah. when guy puts on the glasses and sees all this ui because yeah. now he's come to realize that and that that's a funny thing i noticed about Actually. that movie at first is you've got this whole city set up called free city and i'm thinking great it's just a generic city name with the word city in the name, which I don't really like because most cities or towns don't have the word city or town or uh, actually Ville being an exception, but oh, ever I mean, in the actual name. And Gotham City, come on now. Well, though to be fair with Gotham, like there's the show Gotham and they just call it uh, Gotham. If I recall correctly, and I feel like I feel like even that changes. Sometimes they specify Gotham City, other times they they just call it Gotham. But Could be you know the case, I, yeah. Anyway, but um, I'm thinking. Anyway, okay, that's a very that's a generic name for this setting, which I don't really like. But of course, then we're getting to know Guy and the whole nine yards. But then, all of a sudden, we're hit with this plot twist, and I am speaking from a geeky perspective of not knowing exactly what the movie is going to be about. Like, I know it's he's a background character in a game, but I wasn't expecting it to be set up like that, where, okay, you are starting off with the setting being literally in a game already. I was thinking, yeah. okay, this is like detective pikachu the pokemon movie where the yeah. setting is in 
so that's based on a real game, of course. But I was expecting it to be something like that, where you're already in the city. And not that they're playing a game in that city. But yeah. I kind of figured in the case of Free Guy, it was using that same convention. And with the naming, that is. And where they're playing the game that the movie's gonna be about. So it's about the guy, but he's playing the game in the city. And when it's revealed that no, Free City is not only part of this game, but it's also the title of the game, <laughs> I thought, oh, okay, I like that. <laughs> I like where this is going, where it delivers a Westworld-style plot twist, where it goes, okay, you are given this world. The very first twist, I still believe it is the first plot twist in all of Westworld, is you are given this Western world, which, okay, it's probably based in the olden times, only for time to pause for a moment and oh what are all these modern looking people doing in this area and you find out that it's actually just a theme park <laughs> for <laughs> people to attend to to play to their heart's desires within it and that's what they do in free guy is they reveal this place to be Oh, it's just a world inside yeah, a video actually, game. Yeah. It is actually the video game. And the so the real world is taking the... place around this location that you're introduced to. And so I, Which I don't even, like, they don't wouldn't even say... specify where the main characters that are not from the, like the other, the, I guess the secondary main characters technically. That's uh, true. Where they are from. They don't yeah. actually specify where they're from. Where where the the real world people are from? They don't specify I mean, that at all. They could they, be in Canada. Yeah, I mean, I after all, so. when when they later address in the movie about that the real world is full of all these nicer things, where or or was it the other way around? Where in video games all these problems are solved or whatever, and Jodie Comer's yeah. character whose name I shamefully cannot remember already, but I want to think it's Jesse, but I know it's not. No. I, gosh, uh, I don't know why I am dropping to look that marble. I will neither confirm or deny that I am looking up that she plays Millie, AKA Molotov girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, but I, the funny thing is, the funniest thing is, is I was like, feel free to look it up after I heard you typing something, <laughs> like frantically typing in the back. So it's funny That's you say I that. I, what is the name? I gotta find it. Because oh, on okay. the podcasts <laughs> I listen to, or listened rather to, when the hosts would be typing on their keyboards, you could actually hear it, and so I 
started up this joke account for tuning into their live streams. Uh, called it Maz's Keyboard because the host Maz, Extreme Beyond, by the way, would often type loudly on his probably mechanical, maybe not mechanical, because he uses a he uses no, it's an iMac. An <laughs> and so he's typing on it, and I'd always make the joke that, yeah, Maz abuses me because he types on me so hard and loudly. Because you could hear it on yeah. the podcast no, audio. He violently types on his keyboard. Exactly. Well. And so back to the, the point about relating um. video game issues to real life, she brings up about uh, gun violence. Yeah, that that's still not solved, and I thought... Now, to be fair, you could have said just, you know, violence in general, but, of course, that being a major hot topic issue, that, I mean, yeah. then again, you do also have that all around the world. We even have it up in Canada. It's just not a prevalent thing to So, happen, here's something I want to say so though also not so I thankfully mean, so the game the games that i feel like they were most sort of referencing or just sort of i don't know maybe you'd say spoofing whatever the games they were kind of like taking inspiration from uh probably gta and oh yeah 100 percent However, I find it interesting, less. you know, when they, when he puts on, like, the, the glasses and he can see the power-ups, the, the health packs and whatnot, which is not something you usually see in modern, I mean, health packs, sometimes you'll see, like, some sort of health or something, but a lot of those, like, things you won't see in, you know, more so modern open world city-based video games. Uh, and even if you see, like, a weapon, it's not like it's lit up, like, in the old-style video games, where it's, like, super bright in your face. It's, like, a little icon of a weapon or a little... Like, you'll see it, but it looks more natural, like it fits in the environment. So, I don't know. I feel like that was maybe right too stereotypical there to, to show the like the, but you know what it's fine i liked it anyway so, yeah, so it was clearly like gta online and watchdogs kind of oh yeah like, definitely a good bit of that as well and i mean watchdogs itself is kind of a bit of gta just with of course hacking yeah so I, I want to touch on that comparing it to Ready Player One. So you've got this fictional game inside the real world. You've got the corporation that develops it. And then you've got definitely to a lesser extent with Free Guy. Because Ready Player One is all about the players playing it. Because the only developers you really see are just a few bunch of people is that grammatically yeah. proper and uh, gregarious games Listen, or gregarious simulations if i recall correctly you are the uh 
you're the, the guy that loves the bring. I was going to say something I know. else, but I don't think we're allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, that I'm a grammar Nazi? Well, Because I is. do not see anything wrong with, you know, ensuring know. proper grammar. I, don't know <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I went yeah, there. But I don't know. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, so, anyways. I don't know if we're allowed to use that terminology anymore. You know, with all the keeping things, you know. Uh, politically the... correct. Yeah, politically correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, you still have people, and not to get into that deeply, of course, but people referring to others as neo-Nazis, and okay, they've got some very passionate views, but let's not be throwing around that term now, people. A neo-Nazi has to mean that you have actual Nazi-like views, basically. But, anyways. Yeah. But, I mean, so, yeah, you're that, you're that type of person, right? So, asking yeah. me if, if something is grammatically correct is, like, I don't know. Uh, asking a peasant? Asking... Well, I was going to say, um, you were going to say, I don't know. I was going to make some other stupid comparison, but I can't think of a good one. So That's okay. I forgive you. But more to the point I was going to make is you've got all these similar things and... I forget why it was maybe so much that I did enjoy the... I think that's what it was, was I think the references that Free Guy makes to pop culture were more fit to that world. Whereas well, and, and they weren't, like, super in-your-face trying to, like, every kind of jam every pop culture reference in. It was, like, they used them, and they yeah. used them well, but they didn't overuse them or oversaturate them. Exactly, you know? and now, keeping in mind Ready Player One, the novel, I'm now calling yeah. it that instead of book, but it definitely makes greater use of the pop culture references, but it's still kind of like the Big Bang Theory. A friend of mine liked the book, hated the movie, also hates the Big Bang Theory because, and he's right to some extent, I mentioned him on our last episode, Cheddarface, where actually he even ac accurately responded to a tweet about Space Jam, A New Legacy, where you've got a character flying away from the Game of Thrones planet, and he exclaims, what was it now? Winter is coming, I repeat, winter is coming, or something like that. And it's supposed to be played off like a joke. And his response to that was, this is Big Bang Theory Syndrome, pop culture references, or just references, are not 
jokes. And while I will totally vouch for that the Big Bang Theory does a good job of making fun of the stuff, so it still at least does an actually good job for me and others of making the references into good jokes. And Ready Player One has its thing with its references where it's going, oh yeah, I remember that. I liked that stuff. I'd say Free Guy was a mixture of that to a lesser, er, I'm not sure, more or less of an extent, a mixture of the Ready Player One method of references, which is, of course, like you said, in your face. And then also Stranger Things references, where, or homages rather, where it's more subtle. And you'd have to think, actually, of where that comes from. So it's not obvious. Though my only problem with how Free Guy did its references is the part where, and this is one of my major complaints about the movie, and it's part of why I could not give it a 10, and I agree with others' takes on it, and it is the use of having all these streamer cameos was overdone. You know what? I've heard a lot of people say that the streamer cameos actually were a very good idea. Well, and I, I won't disagree. Like, I, I, I feel like that worked very well, to be honest with you. I mean... I think what they should have done with the streamer cameos was stick to just that whole bunch where they have Ninja, Pokemon, uh, Dan TDM, the Diamond Mine Cart, so on and so forth, and Alex Trebek, who is my favorite cameo, obviously. Maybe not <laughs> so no, much, so I was gonna say you, but sticking you, to no. that one whole segment of all these cameos, and then leave it at that. But not... And maybe, you know, the final fight, just doing maybe... Very oh, brief I mean, cameos of, whoa, look at this action going on. Because they did that in Ready Player One to some yeah, extent, I, I, too. Where they're watching Parzival complete the final challenge on Adventure. But Yeah, I honestly think that it, they did it well. So, you know what? I have to disagree with you. I, I feel like right they... Amount, uh, and in the right situations. Overdid it? Though maybe the greater problem with that was, as someone mentioned, that the streamers weren't very good at acting it out. And a part of me can't I, help but see a bit of that. You say that, although, I mean... You they're mean... They're playing themselves. They're playing themselves... They were all playing themselves and reacting. Honestly, to it, the it, it, it did feel like 
Like, I mean, it did feel like, what well, you know, the way that they would react if they were reacting to something like this. It, I thought, I thought it felt very natural. Uh, now so, that's you know, not to say I didn't like, and I think I have hopefully made that clear. I didn't hate the cameos. In fact, I I agree with you. I did like them, but I think they could have done away with maybe a few seconds of it per each streamer. So Less screen time is what I mean to go for that way. I mean... You mean? <laughs> may Maybe. Maybe, but like... I still think I disagree. I still honestly think I disagree with that one. I think it was just the right amount. You are just simping for you know whom. That which yeah, you know, I mean, you is a streamer I will not you name. I, you and I both know that I was only there for the ultimate simp magnet, Jacksepticeye, of course. <laughs> I like how you dodged that bullet. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dug Jodie Comer in the movie. She was amazing. And honestly, my favorite, even though Ryan Reynolds was in it. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. He's going to be mad at you uh, if he ever listens to this. Oops, but he probably won't. Uh, Imagine that we... if he did a reaction video to this podcast <laughs> and wondering, what the flip are these yeah. two knotheads up to? I mean, what a I couple saw, of dinguses. I saw... Or Dingai? I know, I know, I know he's actually a pretty good guy. Uh, you, you know, know him? Well, I don't know him personally, but... You know he is. I, I've heard, I've heard from people who do know him say that as well. Uh, obviously, there's no way to know for sure, because obviously these people, you know, aren't going to be... I guess they're, they're not, it's not like they're they're not trustworthy or anything, but you know, there's a good chance that they'll, they'll say things. That you know what? I believe every bit of it. <laughs> Although, I, but I've heard that he is... He uh, is Canadian then again. Uh, he is, yeah. So, you know, it's it's probably true. Um, yeah. But, like, I have also seen... Um, I saw there was a thing, uh, actually... Uh, where he was uh, he was doing was something he? He was, he, well he was saying he, he was sort of was react, like answering some questions about the thing and he had some nice things to say about uh, Jacksepticeye in specific okay. um, so that is one thing I do have to wonder about and it's if they had much conversation with the streamers for their cameos. And, actually, furthermore, I wonder if there were any streamers they'd reached out to who maybe politely declined, or maybe less politely. I'd also I, I seen well. comments on um, the internet about... Now, imagine if this movie was made a few years ago, earlier... 
And then you might have had PewDiePie in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because, of course, he had a South Park cameo. Though, I mean, there then that's keeping in mind that when PewDiePie was dropped by Disney, Total Biscuit at the time actually had a response to that, which I could not have agreed more with, which is... And I couldn't phrase him exactly phrase him that's not the terminology for it but i cannot quote him exactly but it was along the lines of it's not like pewdiepie's a family friendly youtuber anyways and i mean he he does have a fairly i'd say avatar the last airbender level of childish behavior on his youtube channel <laughs> but of um, course obviously when you get into how he talks it's okay. obviously not meant for adults <laughs> or for kids controversy not that long ago oh pewdiepie yeah yeah uh there well, was uh basically uh You're nazi references okay, and when he blurted a slur on a stream. Yeah. And uh, he's been definitely uh, seemingly more on the fringe since. Didn't YouTube cancel his uh, YouTube uh, YouTube premium? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, Scare PewDiePie, it was called. They yeah. did indeed. Season two or something? Anyway. Though I will but, admit, uh, I do totally still have respect for the guy, but definitely some weird crap he got into <laughs> for that time. So and I definitely would not s slip a slur myself, but so I'm not going to speak just... to what others might accidentally <laughs> slip. <laughs> So, speaking about, uh, three guys still, uh, right. they had an event in Fortnite for free guys. Did Which... you, uh, look into that? Yes, and I did see that there are the missions, but nothing in the, the store. No. Actually, I think you missed a thing in the store because there was actually a uh, oh, so there thing is something in the store. Missed. There was actually a skin in the store. Uh, as far as I know, it was in the store at one point. Oh, yeah, Wasn't there it was actually dude? a skin in the store. Yeah, it was based on Dude. And that's, of which, course... We're, since we're still in this segment, it's very fair to talk about uh, the game world bad guy I yes guess. since there's sort of yeah there was sort of the real world bad guy in the game world and that's basically when so the final boss battle yeah the, or, the final boss battle actually Which i can I, really say final boss battle it is just the boss battle where yeah. guy is fighting against a version of himself which is basically his face on a very muscular, big, hunky like a guy. Like dude, hunky guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
So his face is basically just photoshopped onto this body. Yeah. More and than photoshopped, uh, of course, but still. That's where a lot of, that's where a lot of like, the other games and pop culture. That's where you get to find out, or maybe not so much that, but realize that, oh yeah, 20th Century Studios, formerly Fox, or maybe not formerly, but is owned by Disney, and Disney is showing uh, yeah. off that they own Star Wars, they own Marvel, they worked or have collaborated with Fortnite <laughs> and yeah, Epic Games. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where you get all those references, and what, and especially, I mean, obviously, if, if that's the thing, right? Is obviously considering there was. A, you it's know, free guy stuff in Fortnite, and yeah. then of course, free guy stuff or Fortnite stuff in in Free Guy. It's kind of like so. how in both Ready Player One and Space Jam: A New Legacy, to a worse extent, is Warner Brothers' way of showing off how much of intellectual property they own. How many yeah. franchises they can present you on screen. And Ready Player One does it to a better extent. I will defend and vouch for. Besides CinemaSins. One's pointing out. In their take on the movie. That why would you want to. Climb an iceberg or cliff or whatever it was with Batman when he can just be Batman, and I thought, yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point. But that being, you know, Disney's way of going, hey, we can show off a bunch of our other properties, but fortunately, Disney doesn't overload it with all the yeah. obvious pop culture references. Where you'd go, so, oh, this is a Disney movie. So, uh, and I was going to say, I mean, obviously that's what I would get to say is my favorite part. Best part of the movie is, you know, uh, Free Guy is when they uh, bring out those references. I like them. Oh, not overused, but still used well. Uh, yeah. And so, with that, you, you can then again also tell it wasn't much of a Disney movie when he does his cycle of the days going by and one of the mornings he goes good king morning <laughs> yeah, no, and I thought shit. oh well, you that's know, right Disney uh, does F-bombs now <laughs> yeah they do don't they anyway um, but yeah so uh, and then the thing that they had then again, that's, of course, from their last year's transaction with getting Fox, so there is that to be yeah. considered. Well, so I, I don't know if it's still going, like, if it's still available, that stuff's still available to some extent in Fortnite or whatever, but they also had an emote. They had to do the challenge for the emote. Okay. Uh, and it was an emote where it's like, ah, oh, if you've missed out, uh, you might actually be disappointing, disappointed uh, when you find this out, but it was an emote that actually had Ryan Reynolds' voice in it. 
Oh, which I that have makes now, it even spicier. Well, because I've also now um, attached that emote to my Deadpool skin. <laughs> okay, that's clever. I thought so. Um, you know what? It, I'll tell you what it is, though. It's uh, the emote is makes a thumbs up sort of gesture, uh, but the line that he says is that uh, catchphrase. Oh. Don't have a don't have yeah. a good day. Have a great day. So. Wait, catchphrase that and good. that, or the catchphrase is that. That is that. It, it the catchphrase, that was the catchphrase, right? That was. The, okay, I was, was wondering if maybe that was catchphrase that he says both catchphrase and the other thing. No, 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 no. Just the emo. Okay. Just, or just the other. Just the other thing. Uh, so there we have it. We've just surpassed our longest well, time duration. Happen. Have we actually gone longer than oh well, yep, you know what? We sure have. Uh we spent a lot of time talking about We have become uh, free yeah. of that constraint and I think we could probably be free of the constraints of spoiler alerts. If you get what I mean. Well, I definitely think we should probably uh and talking about and that segment however i do want to ask you one more thing what was your favorite part of the movie oh that i would want to totally say it was alex trebek's cameo even though i've only honestly become a recent fan i won't say how recent i'll leave that up to the imagination but <laughs> crap I would say, hmm, it's hard to pick really, because that was another thing I liked, which was Stranger Things cameos being of, well, not cameos, but appearances, because you've got Joe Curie, who's part of the main cast, and then you've got the gamer guy, who is the, not theater, the video store employee in Stranger Things 2 and 3. Actually, in 3 and then in 2 he is the uh, arcade employee. And I loved that he made an appearance in the movie. So, so. just really quickly here, I am looking at the, like when you search on Google for Free Guy and then click on Past. I'm looking at that page right now, and it hasn't been updated uh, because hmm. it still shows uh, Jack Septicai as playing Hubert, which he did not play. <laughs> and it doesn't show, and, and the, I, I don't see Ninja anywhere on here. Um, actually, I think the only, so I see Alex Trebek. See Jacksepticeye and I see Pokemane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as like the the uh, cameos Yeah, it is very what what's your favorite scene? Well, I was saying the scene where um he's about to be punched by uh 
uh, dude, and he pulls out the Captain America shield. Oh, well, I was going to say the moment where it's revealed that Free City is just the game itself, or yeah. any part that Jodie Comer is in the movie. Oh, like her doing the whole gun thing. That was super fun to watch. Yeah. Or uh, Alex Trebek's cameo, which I really want to say is definitely my favorite part. In fact, I might just say it is my favorite part. And well, to go along with you your theme, the part where they part. brought in the Half-Life 2 and Portal guns. Yes. I thought, oh Those crap, Valve had something in this movie, which is actually incredibly cool, because Valve is mostly a PC company for well, games. Well, I also want I mean, I think that the, the lightsaber he's using is actually meant to be uh, referenced specifically to uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Could One be. Or two, probably two. And the reason I just I just say that just because of sort of the uh, effect that they use when the lightsaber hits off of uh, a dude's body is a lot like the sort of spark and burning, smoking effect that happens in those games compared to other Star Wars games with lightsabers hitting against people right so with those, i mean even with those games you know the lightsabers have been weakened a lot from what they what should be so i should also say because we did view it in 3d i honestly hardly noticed it but it the the effects were reasonable enough I, I so, enjoyed it. And if you if you have if you wanted to do you know your favorite part, and then I could also say what was your favorite cameo, and then I could, I, but I would know that one already. The problem is, is I'm having a tough time deciding which my favorite cameo was. Bull crap. <laughs> my favorite cameo was totally Alex Trebek. My, I see, loved it. I, I'm I'm actually sitting on the fence between Jack Sepsky and Pokemon. So. Liar. There it is. <laughs> we both know which one you liked more. Which uh, one you truly simp that for. True, that might be true, that might be true, but as far as I'm sitting on the fence. I don't have to sit on the fence about who my no because you might only have admittedly, one. yeah, yeah. You were only simping for one person there. You said it, not me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think we can finally yeah. We should move on. So I know this is going that out. Wanted it to, but we shouldn't have it end with the end of our segment so i feel like we should move on we should still continue to talk about stuff um at least for like another short while uh because it's probably a bad thing if uh, most of our podcast is one segment 
I was hoping this podcast would actually have at least two, maybe three segments in it, and then we kind of, the last time we almost took up all our time talking about uh, the movie, and uh, this time we have um, pretty much, except for just a little bit at the start. Uh, right. So I feel like we should talk about something else. Well, I for did... For a short time, if we can... Watch The Walking Dead, Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, Director's Cut came out on PlayStation 5, and that feels and looks so gorgeous, and feels so incredible. I'm I'm just imagining now what, like, a, a, a sort of, like, a knockoff. Like App Store game, where where the title is just sort of a knockoff of like Ghost of Tsushima, and it's like, but it's all about sushi. <laughs> I remember a streamer I watched, Prestonality. He, on his streams of the game, would call it Ghost of Sushi or something like that, which I always quite liked. Because it's a nice yeah. play on the whole title. And, of course, sushi. Even though there is no sushi in the game, as I would recall. Yeah, so, we are... Um, I'll, oh, I'll tell you what. You absolutely should watch and even share it with your family. Uh-oh. Show, it's the chosen. I have not heard of that show, so I would have. There's actually. I was gonna say, so it's on. It's actually a show that's. Oh, uh, actually, I might have. It's it's free on YouTube, and there's also an. They have an app where you can just watch the episodes of the show, and you know, Chromecast or whatever them to your TV. I'm surprised it's actually new. Huh. But it's an excellent show, and I would strongly suggest it. Oh, I thought that was a TV show. Mm, It's... Looks like a podcast. It is a... Well, it is a... I mean, it is like... It's like one of those, like, you know, uh, 40-minute episodes, like... TV shows, but it's not on TV. It's on. It's free on you. Well, the first. I guess Actually, first I guess it. It's free on maybe? YouTube, and then the the rest are on their app. Specifically. Hard to say, actually, because it looks on Google like it is. Okay, it's a historical film, or no. That is a TV show, and they do actually have episodes of it. Interesting. So it seems to be... Oh, I just shared something in the Discord for you to... uh, A mix. They just expose where we record. How could you? Is that a problem? Maybe. Other podcasts do it. But... I'm noticing on its YouTube channel that 
it well, appears I mean, I... to be a talk yeah, show and okay, so there is an actual. There series. is an actual show on the YouTube channel. No, I can see on the YouTube they actually start off with some guy sort of just talking about the the episode, and then eventually it does actually get into an an actual episode. If you go onto the app and watch them, it cuts all of the part out at the start, and it just it's just the episode. Okay. And the app makes it fairly easy for you to like chromocast it to like your your you know uh, um, TV your Fire TV or whatever you have. Right. So. So the shows that I've been into, show. Miracle Workers, Oregon Trail, which is, it's sometimes maybe a bit raunchy or cringe, but otherwise a very well acted parody of westerns, and it's the show's third season because it's an anthology comedy. There is Dexter that I've been catching up on to be ready for its new final season, New Blood, in November. And that's turning out to be fantastic. Though I am definitely watching with caution for the later seasons because I'm very well aware that the original final season is the worst kind of like game of thrones then what else is there rick and morty is on a break mm. then there are monsters at work which is especially which nice I've for the nostalgia and it is oh, yeah. definitely a good show it, it seems to be less smoothly animated than what pixar would make because Pixar is yeah, not actually animating it. it. It is a TV show version, right? Like I, I'd they, say it's... They almost never put as much effort into uh, TV show. Yeah. But I'd right? say it's like, like uh, going from Nathan Fillion as Cage 6 in Destiny 2 to Nolan North doing the voice... And I mean it that in the way that you can only just tell there's a slight difference. That, okay, this is Nolan Norris doing an impression of Nathan Fillion. But he is, or or even uh, Mako to Greg Baldwin as Uncle Iroh. Where you can only just tell by a tinge there's only that much of a difference between their voices. Whereas in the case of Monsters Incorporated and University compared to Monsters at Work, there's only maybe a tinge of difference you can notice as to how it's animated. And then, yeah. what are some other I ones? Mean, but on? then when it comes to the voices, uh, a, lot of the main, a lot of the original voices came back at least for some of the characters that are returning characters. That's my favorite part is yeah, I, John Goodman's I, I back. Only, and Billy Crystal. 
Yeah. Oh, so there's also What If, which is turning out pretty interesting, even if they did change Thanos to a strange extent. Oh, there's well, also... Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk too much about that, because right. not only have I not seen it, but it's not our segment anymore. <laughs> anyway. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine's um, on its final season, and I'm only just finding out that I actually do kind of like its style of comedy. Coming out of The Rookie, which I gotta get back into, which is also Nathan Fillion, and it's a comedy drama cop show where it's still got all the lighthearted humor and everything. And then there are the episodes where they do get into something serious. Uh, for example, one episode is one of the cops and he acts it out so superbly the aftermath of shooting a suspect who pull who's in the uh, very millisecond timed action of pulling out something to use on the cop and i guess i'll just admit who it is because they put it in the commercials but nathan fillion did such a fantastic job of portraying okay i just killed a man who was a suspect, but it was either him or me. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine is, of course, definitely more comedic in that respect, but does do <laughs> a fairly amusing satire on the whole cop shebang. And uh, well. I've been quite impressed by it. And well. Talking Dead is back in the studio. That that's what I'll say about that. Feels so, right at home. I mean, just even uh, when we when you uh, said something, you said about uh, how uh, Nolan North uh, stepped in to fill in for the nation filling. Yeah, uh, fill in for filling. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I found that interesting because I think. There was a, a thing back a couple of years ago now where uh, Nathan Fillion did a uh, sort of a – he recorded, I guess, almost like a fan video or like a – Nope. It was an actual thing. fan film where – so, of course, Nolan yeah, North is it, the right? original Nathan Drake. And in this fan yeah, film, Nathan this, right? Fillion is Nathan Drake. <laughs> and apparently it's fantastic. I I mean, I saw the thing, and I thought it was pretty fantastic. But of course, you know, when they they are making, apparently, a Uncharted movie, and it's not going to have It's going to have... Tom Holland. Spidey. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. <laughs> that's, Which he know, pulls off the look. And I have no uh, doubt he'll popularity thing, I'd say. pull it off. I, I don't think he sounds anything like the character, you know. 
I guess I mean, the way he that is a younger version. All, so. The only thing that's important, that. I feel like he would do well if he was, because I know in those games, like in those games, they do actually have scenes where you're playing as like a younger version, like when he was like as a as a teenage Nathan Drake and whatnot. And I feel like maybe if they wanted to do that, have you know Tom Holland play like the for those kinds of scenes, the flashback scenes, but, you know, I just don't think that he's the right person for the, the adult, the, the main, you know, adult version. But. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think uh, we should probably. Uh, I am trying to, I, I mean, we're not going to have any more segments in this episode, but I'm trying to come up with a good other good segments that we can also throw in every so often, um, yeah. along with the along with spo- especially considering that we won't always have spoiler alert. We might right. get a gap where we haven't seen anything. Of might- course, spoiler alert could also cover, you know, if there's a new game that we've played recently. We can cover it in that. We might even well. have to get rid of the segment entirely. Show. Or but, not. Um, I don't think we will. But I'm just saying, um, you know, I was thinking, I'm trying to think of other ones. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we just should discuss beforehand before we actually put in any other segments. Because <laughs> I don't know what your, your thoughts would be on having this one that I came up with. So. Anyway, if you mm-hmm. want to end this off here, uh, the uh, I'm pretty good with. I'd say that's this is a pretty good spot to. Uh, you've said what you've needed to out. say, and it going without saying. You can reach me on Twitter at. Actually, no. Where can they reach you on Twitter? Yeah, well, you can reach me at, well, you can actually find me on Twitter, maybe Twitch sometimes, uh, and a few other places, either uh, as the First Giant or the First Giant Gaming. I knew you were going to Uh, say that. I was going to say, or, you know... In some of those cases, it will be like at the thir- the first giant, you know. Right. Then in my and case, find, and where can they find you? It is at JBJ Blaze, or without the at sign or symbol, if you will, on almost all places. And you can also... Well, yeah, I was going to say, you can also find both of us, this podcast specifically, right? We have a uh, Twitter account as well. Um, and Geekery. Well, <laughs> Overflow. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> so, without further ado... It takes forever to say it. It takes forever to say it, but as long as you said it. So, there you go. Right. Here we go. Wishing you all a wonderful 
day or night, whichever time that you listen to this. And I thank you for joining us on this rambling on this very second episode of Geekery Overflow. And until next weekend, have you anything more to say? No. Okay. Well, good night and boopity boppity bye. Here we go. Well done. Well done. Your chemical reaction to Geekery Overflow has completed. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast player where you can find our show notes. Send us your feedback to geekeryoverflow at gmail.com or voicemail at speakpipe.com slash geekeryoverflow. Clean up on aisle two.